feels I don't like how my belly feels I don't like how my belly feels I don't like it no I don't like how my belly feels I don't like how my belly feels cramps I don't like how my belly feels I wanna go to sleep But I have too many lines to memorize So I can be ready For Olivia In Twelve Night It's been three begillion years since the sun last shone on Hello Joy podcast. Sorry, these are weird burps happening. Welcome back, guys. I am so sorry for disappearing. I being a costume designer for a studio show at my school, and I got sucked into the void because there was so much work to do and so little time. Um, but I'm back, and I'm here. And I love you guys. And let's talk about joy. Let's get into our daily affirmations. This week's daily affirmation is an oldie that I found while cleaning out my room in my apartment at home. A counselor gave it to me at my first acting intensive that I went to. And at first when I received it, I was like, ha! But after a few years, after a few struggles and some things that I've been through, and also some like recognizing that it's okay to be an emotional person, um, This quote means a lot to me, which is why it is on my wall in my room. It says, Be soft. Do not let the world make you hard. Do not let the pain make you hate. Do not let the bitterness steal your sweetness. Take pride that even though the rest of the world may disagree, you still believe it to be a beautiful place. I like this quote for many reasons. Because I don't, you know, I've, I think that since being back at school, things have been so busy. And, you know, I think it's, it's hard to find time to process things emotionally. Um, and I don't know. For me, a lot of the times when I'm upset or frustrated with life, anger becomes my, like, best pal, best friend. And it's frustrating because anger is sadness's bodyguard. It's just a it's just a marker until you're ready to let down your guard and begin the work of of healing in whatever area I guess has come up and sometimes you don't even know what that area is like me this week. But um as always say this quote again and again if you need to rewind back if you need to but 
I like this one because it's something that I need to hear right now. I need to be reminded not to get bitter when things don't go my way. Also, to not put crisis mode on everything. I think that sometimes, like, when things get really busy or really hectic, it's like crisis mode, anger mode, scatter mode. Like, all three of those modes are really big for me. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how you process being overwhelmed, whether it be with projects that you're working on or school or life or work or your kids. I don't know. But it's it's a lot. Life is a lot. And it's a good reminder once many things have happened, um, maybe you've been wronged in a few ways, to be reminded that not all of the world is a bad place and that by being who you are and remaining soft and choosing to be softer, you actually are part of that change in making the world better. Which is dope. Ding! Let's get into that one, two, three, joy. All right. So, one, two, three, joy. So many things have happened since I last talked with you guys. Wowza. I guess if I'm starting with my triumphant win, it would be... I have a few. I... I costume designed this this studio show of a full production. Wow. I was so stressed about it um, and about not doing a good job because I've never designed before. I've never assisted a designer before. I've only really been a performer at my school. Um, and uh, just so many, so many valuable lessons, I think, that I learned. Um, yes. Uh, I also have officially been casted as Olivia in my school's version of Twelfth Night. Ha! So excited! I've been a bit nervous that she's far from me, this character. Um, but it's been fun investigating and figuring out how we're similar and different, what makes her tick, who she is, why she wants what she wants, what she wants. It's really cool. Um, I really dig Shakespeare. Like, I... Like, I really dig Shakespeare. I... Don't think I would have said that a couple of years ago. Um, so, that's been pretty cool. And... What else has happened? Today! Just now, actually. I came back from my friend Emma's house. And I carved a squash because I didn't have a pumpkin, but we carved pumpkins and we hung out with a bunny and um, it was very wonderful and wholesome fun. But you know, I am a sleepy bean and I'm having a bit of a crampy time as you heard from my spontaneous intro. Too much information? I don't know, I don't care. We're just kind of flying with the wind here. Um, <laughs> so I came home so I could sleep, but I don't know. I missed you guys, so I wanted to make a podcast episode. What else? I think that's it. 
That's this week. Whoop. Hmm. Joy Bud. Joy Bud. Joy Bud is. Things have been coming together for my personal piece of work that I'm working on. Um, my one woman show called My Paper Mache Monster. Coming to you, as in New York City, as in Fordham University. <laughs> uh, in February 2020, is is my show, and I just had lots of ideas, and I met with my director friend pal, who I love dearly, and we talked about some things that I'm really curious about and interested in, and she had some great ideas, and I'm just very excited for what will come of being brave. Yes and graceful fail like i was saying things have been very 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 busy um kind of all jump no shoot i think my graceful fail this week i have a few actually um i haven't i haven't talked with my family in a bit and that makes me sad and i am homesick and i need to call home that's an easy fix just call home um but yeah I think that's definitely a graceful fail for me for the past couple of weeks because sometimes when things get so busy I just become a human doing and I forget to like check in on my home basis um another graceful fail when things are really busy I kind of tend to check out from my body and my emotions and I have been keeping a journal since being back at school which I'm changing (laughs) Uh, but it's been very interesting and I'm trying my darndest to get back on that because I don't know I just had a couple of moments this week where I just started crying and and not really knowing why and just a bit of unprocessed emotions that have been bubbling up in me but I haven't had any time to deal with it because things have been so hectic so like figuring out ways of how to check in with myself and be present with myself um, when I'm busy is something I'm working on, I'm curious about. I think that's it. What were your one, two, three joy moments for the week, for the past few weeks? Goodness gracious. How has it been for you guys? All right, and we're back. When I first started this podcast episode, it was September 27th. It is now October 15th, almost 16th. Um, It's been a long haul, y'all, but I'm back. I promise I'm back for real. And even though it is not Monday when this will be released, I am sending it out anyway so that we can get back on track. And I have some guest speakers in the works coming up. Um, I've learned lots of things. So I think what we're going to do for this main section of the podcast is talk about all of the knowledge I've gathered in life thus far since last talking with you. Um, Some of them I will go into more fully and more in depth at a later time in different podcast episodes just because I've had a few experiences, especially in this last weekend, that have been really formative for me. And I feel like it'll 
be better to talk about it more in depth because there are some nuggets in there that I've learned from some really awesome people in my life that I'd love to share with you guys. But until then, here's what I've learned. Okay, beep. Number one, peace does not mean absence of pain or pressure. Uh, So, as I've mentioned a million times in this podcast, and maybe perhaps should stop mentioning, is that I'm a senior this year, uh, which is wild, exciting, but wild, really stressful, uh, headshots, photo shoots, um, video shoots, shows, personal projects that I'm trying to do while I can still be financed and not have to worry about like... I don't know, trying to get a grant. Um, (laughs) Lots of things are going on and it's been a bit overwhelming. And I think that in my mind, in my mind rather, I've been under the impression that in order to have peace, that means that I need to not be doing things. But the reality, the fact of the matter is that is not possible. I'm a student. (laughs) I'm a theater student (laughs) and I'm a Fordham theater student so rest is a bit difficult to maintain especially like going into and preparing for what will be life life so how do you go about maintaining peace when you don't have as much space to process is the question yep So number two is saying no is sometimes the healthiest thing you can do. Sometimes you can even say no in the middle of something. That gets hard if you're like contractually signed to do something, which I didn't think about when I wrote this down. But when you make a commitment with your mouth and it's not signed to paper. And I'm sure there are other ways you can get out of it if it is signed to paper and you're not being treated fairly or like things are just really overwhelming and not cool or just stuff goes down, you have a right to say no or you have a right to to say, mm, okay, I don't really like the way this is going down. And of course you say it in a very respectful way um, because respect begets respect. But you if you're overwhelmed or if like the thing that you're working out turns on turns out that like there are three other million things that you have to do that people didn't tell you you had to do you could say no um if it's not physically possible for you to do you could say no uh yes is not the only word in your vocabulary in my vocabulary that's what i need to learn great three kind of goes in tandem with number two Don't be afraid to reteach those in your life how to love you and respect you. Yes. So there are many different types of people that will enter your life. There are people who are really close to you. There are like your family, your chosen family, your friends. Um, There are your peers, the people that you work with. Uh, That includes also your classmates. Uh, There are people who maybe used to be really close friends but are like more so an acquaintance zone. Either way. Whatever the people in your life, whatever group they might belong to for you in terms of closeness, um, at any given moment, if someone is not treating you with respect or not acknowledging your existence in the way you wish to be acknowledged, you can tell them to stop. 
And if they don't respect it, you can let them go. Okay? There is never, there is, it's never too late to make a cancellation if someone is not willing to make an adjustment. Okay? I'm going to say that one more time. It is never too late to make a cancellation if someone is not willing to make an adjustment. Because at the end of the day, it is your life. And you get to, you get to, you honestly do get to dictate who will be around in your life um, when it comes to your personal relationships. So make sure that you are being respected in them and seen and heard in the way you want to be. And also make sure that you do the same with others. Um, And if someone comes up to you and they're like, hey, I don't like the way that you treat me in this way, don't don't argue. Attempt to be open (laughs) to the fact that that there is room for an adjustment. I try not to be passive aggressive. I don't know if that's a slight act, but I think that's really truly a lesson I'm learning. And it's something I need to grow in as well. It's something everybody can grow in. Um, But reteach. Teaching is a powerful, powerful tool. Use that. All right. I'm so y'all. I'm in a I'm in a Lowenstein classroom right now. So at any given moment, um, a janitor or a maintenance worker might walk in to take out the garbage, and I think we're just gonna go with it. So whoop a doop. <laughs> Number four. Sometimes you really just gotta dance out the funk, and. Sometimes that means doing it on your own. Other times that means doing it with people. And it's important to pay attention to your body and what it needs so that you can dictate which one is the best for that moment. I had a moment this weekend where I got out of rehearsal really early because Twelfth Night has been really chill and our director is is so dope. So, so, so dope. Um, But yeah, we got out early and I went to another event And I realized, I said, Eliana, you were tired. You had a really stressful week. You got your headshots done. There's a lot of like anxious energy just everywhere because like lots of big life things are happening and that's scary, Um, exciting, but also a lot, a lot to process. And I hadn't really had time to truly process it. Um, Also like first week of really staging things. And whenever I enter into a new show process, it, it it takes a bit of time for me to feel comfortable um, and not because of anything that's going on in the space, but kind of like a reminder to reaffirm who I am um, and to just be open to play is something that I kind of have to relearn every time. So that also takes processing and then lots of homework and things and like other relationship things. So I chose to go out anyway, even though I knew I needed to stay my ass home. I'm sorry, I needed to stay my butt home. You know, take it what you leave it. Either either one gets me there. But um, I did not do so. And then I, Brene Brown, she has a term, she's a psychologist, if you haven't, if you're new to the podcast, um, she's a psychologist that I really appreciate. And she wrote a book called Daring Greatly that I think is wonderful. Um, but she talks a lot about different ways that we have vulnerability armor and in different ways in which we numb. And a part of the vulnerability armor is floodgating. And floodgating is when you like, you rip into a story that is very personal and very deep about yourself to a group of people that you don't know if they can hold space for you. Um, or also like if maybe you're not 
if you're not ready to tell that story. Because sometimes what will happen for me is if I don't give myself time to process, then I just start leaking and oozing out around people. And like, I haven't given myself time to do the analysis of whether or not I feel comfortable talking about this in this particular space um, and whether or not it'd be best for me, it'd make me feel safe. Um, Because there are some things where like, I only really want to talk to like one or two people in my life about. But yeah, 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 yeah. A lesson, because I floodgated so hard. It was so bad, y'all. It was so bad. Um, And luckily, like, the people who were there were supportive of me. Um, But it still was like, ooh, I don't think this was it. This wasn't it, honey. (laughs) This is not it. But that kind of leads into my next one. I'm kind of just going off the rail now. Bit of reflection. Um, You are your worst critic is a big one, but I don't want to say it that simply because that's such a, like, you know, it's such a phrase that we throw around. Um, but, like, it is, it is more useful to engage with empathy with yourself than criticism with yourself um, or judgment with yourself. I think for me it's very easy to condemn myself um, for not doing something right the first time, for not, you know, oh gosh, yeah. like being good and being right and being all of these things that I have in my head. But not everything is black and white like that. And then also, um, no matter what it is or what choice you make, everyone deserves compassion. I don't believe that anyone does not deserve that. And there are times where I really want to not give compassion um, to others and to myself. Um, But a lot of the times, I'm the worst at it with myself. Uh, Because I'm like, you shouldn't be feeling this way. You should feel fine. Why don't you feel fine? Feel fine. And it's like, that doesn't help. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I just actually had a talk with a friend and she kind of gave me that reminder of you. You don't have to. You don't have to judge it. You can just feel it. And 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 like processing something can come without judgment. Don't throw the first stone at yourself. You should give yourself a hug. Bet you that's what you need. So imagine me giving you a hug. If you like hugs, if you don't like hugs. Don't imagine me giving you a hug, but giving you what you need. Because um, you deserve that. And yeah. All right. Oh, this is a good one. Five. No, not five. Am I on seven? Seven? Seven. Don't cheap out or waste time trying to cheap out. Ugh, only thing I remember from economics is sunk cost. When you like pour in tons of money into something that just will not work to avoid spending a big lump sum of cash on something that will have a bigger longevity. You are an investment. Invest in yourself. It is okay to invest in yourself. If you need a new pair of shoes, get a new pair of shoes. If you, for me, I had a cold, so I get stressed cold sores and I was really, y'all, I was so stressed. I was so stressed after the show. That show stressed me out stressed me out so much. I was so stressed about um, 
being off book and being memorized as you could as you could see in the first spontaneous clip i was so stressed out about headshots all of it all of it all of it at once and then when i do that my body has found new and fun ways of um exhibiting anxiety uh and it uh has started coming out to you with cold sores and so Abriva, I don't know if y'all know, but Abriva is like 30 freaking dollars, $30. And I had, we had our class photo shoot and video shoot that weekend. And I was like, oh man, I don't want to spend money on that. I'm going to see if it goes away. I'm going to rest. I'm going to eat well. I'm going to be nice to myself. It'll be great. This thing did not leave my face. So after wasting so much time, finally on like Wednesday at 11 p.m., I run to Rite Aid and I'm like, oh man, you gotta get this Abriva. And I look at the price and I'm like, ooh, um, but I bought it and I'm happy I did. And then it went away in time for my headshots the next week. So don't cheap out. It's okay to get yourself what you need. It's an investment. It's not a waste. You are never a waste. Um, yeah. Ooh, this was a good one. Okay, past Eliana, I see what you were doing. Um, number eight. Don't stop writing it out. Even if you feel like you can't fully articulate what it is you're feeling or what it is you're trying to express, don't stop writing it or processing it. What you have to say, even though it is maybe not in its most polished state, does not mean that it is invalidated, wrong, or not important, or or not necessary. By any means, by any means. Um, great. Number nine, this is a personal one. Coffee? is not my pal um <laughs> yes so ooh, i learned sleep more if possible which i'm not truly abiding by because it's 11 23 right now and you know for sure i'm gonna edit this and post it tonight um <laughs> oh i like this one too okay i think we're at 10 do not shame yourself for wanting pleasure uh, I think that like anything in excess is whoo -hoo, pay attention to that and sometimes I can live I can like swim in a river of pleasure um, I can also swim in a river of shame uh, it's really either or for me um, but I'm working on finding the gray y'all and it's part of the joy journey but I don't yeah don't don't shame yourself for wanting to indulge I think when done in moderation indulging is necessary you deserve to treat yourself i was going to lots of like cafes to memorize my lines and and also to like hang out with some pals that i just never get the chance to really hang out with and whew, it was getting a bit expensive but i don't regret those experiences because it forced me to get outside the house to see a different part of new york it was fun and so yeah it's not about the money, it's about the experience, I think. And then if it becomes like something that you can't do, then just adjust. It's all about notice and adjust. That's 11, notice and adjust, rather than judge and resist. Notice and adjust, don't judge and resist. Great. Ugh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. I don't know that this is a point, but I know for me in my journey, I don't know where you guys are, where you're at in your life, 
but I've been feeling an incredible amount of imposter syndrome and vulnerability city and hangover everywhere um, because, you know, I'm going to quote my friend, my friend Natalia, my friend Natalia Lee. She's an incredible, incredible person, and I love her with all my soul, and OG pal. Um, she, she said to me tonight that this year is kind of like a year of rebirth, and my response immediately was, well, it always feels like I'm constantly being rebirthed, and that's just a lot to go through. That's a lot of transformation to be happening all the time, and I just want to be there already Damn it. Um, but now that I'm thinking about it, and I have some time to like reflect and we talk more. Um, that's okay. It's okay that maybe this season in life is constant renewal and rebirth. It takes a lot to get free. Um, and getting free is a journey. There is no begin and end date. Um, it is ongoing and it's cur- it's curious to me because I feel like I always end up coming back to this and God always, he always brings me back, but there is, there is no way you can plan for all the disasters or things that will come in and shake your plans or come in and shake you up. You have to be willing to flow, um, and to let. And when you, when you engage in release, you, you really engage with freedom. And yes, sometimes it takes a fight to get free, but other times it takes a release to get free. And it's important to know the difference of when you need to use which tool. And I think for me, my initial response to life is to fight. It's to fight, 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 all the time. Ready to fight, ready to be on the defense, um, and in my own ways. And it doesn't, that doesn't always mean that you're like yelling and screaming at someone's face. Um, but like, I'll resist my emotions. I'll resist what I need. I'll fight it if I feel like there's no time for it. Um, I fight myself instead of establishing boundaries with another person who I feel is invading my space. Um, When what I really need or what I really desire is release. So honestly, swimming right in to the goal for the week, the intention for the week, how are you releasing? What season are you in? Do you need to rear up and get ready to fight? On your behalf and on your dreams, not just people. Or is this a season to release? And I bet you each season has a bit of both. Nothing is all one thing. But which area is your strength? And which area needs a little extra love is the question, I guess. All right, y'all. I think that's it. I have so many other things to tell you, but they will come in other podcasts. 
um, hopefully, as always is my intention, with, with, with gems and bits of wisdom that I've learned from other people that I'm sharing with you, because it's a journey of constantly relearning, um, being open, clenching and, and learning to reopen again. And I want you to know that you have someone who's a real life person. My name is Eliana Rowe. I'm a real human being who is going through a similar journey. And it might not be the same because the events in our life are not going to be the same. You don't go home and live my life and I don't go home and live yours. But what I do want you to know is that you are not alone. You are not alone. And there is another person who has flesh and bone and blood and skin who says, hey, I see you. I feel you. Me too. And in whatever journey that you're in, know that the thick of it is not the end of it. Just keep moving. And when you need to rest, take it. All right. I love you guys. And I'll see you on the flip side. Bye.